Thank you guys for joining me tonight on another episode. I'm always grateful for your support, and I've been receiving your support for now about a year, which is so exciting. Thank you guys so much for that. It is exciting to see the amount of response that I've been getting from all around the world, and um, it's such a shock how something that would have just started one night is already a year later. <laughs> And it is definitely in its very, very humble beginnings. I mean, humble beginnings. I only have the bunch of people that listen and it's awesome just to hear, just to know that you guys are here listening to this. So thank you guys for your support for this whole wonderful year. And thank you for allowing this wonderful growth and for us to connect energetically. It is not gone unnoticed. And thank you for that generosity. Now, it is really such an odd day today and I, I look outside right now outside my window and it is snowing <laughs> it's exciting to see the snow finally being february but um you know it's it's cool no christmas trees around but i still can dig a little bit of snow i've tried recording this topic about <laughs> this is again hopefully third time's a charm this is the third time i'm doing this and I fully uh, recorded two episodes, full. I mean, fully edited as well. And I still didn't publish them. So I'm, I have a feeling this is the time to do it. I think sometimes the topic is there, but the delivery, <laughs> I, I question, and it doesn't come from the place that I can feel it intuitively needs to come from. So... I'm feeling it today. I'm really feeling it today. And I want to make sure that I deliver this message the way it needs to be delivered. And hopefully this message is blessed for you, for whoever needs it, definitely. And today's topic is closure. And we are heading into new cycles. And a lot of us are starting new relationships or even ending old relationships. But although we might end relationships of any kind, whether it's with family members or friendships, there still remains the emotional closure that we all seek. There has to be something within us to emotionally close whatever it is, because the emotions still linger, even though the person is not there. It makes sense, right? So we always talk about closure. And a lot of the times we make rules about closure, like it must happen in certain ways and things have to happen for closure to occur. And these little rules we make, all they do is set us back. It's not helping us heal. And once we face those truths today and really understand these myths, then you'll be able to identify them in your everyday life and do the work that you need to do on your own within to get the closure that you need. So first, we're talking about emotional closure. And this could be not just a romantic relationship, but it can also be with family members, closures with friendships. Wherever you need closure, as in an emotional 
closure. Before I begin any of what I'm going to talk about today, I want to remind everyone, which, which is really important, and we do forget this, but I want us to all remember that happiness or peace is actually retrieved from within. It is something that we have on the inside that we give ourselves. You are born with everything you need on the inside to do that. You are the one that's producing those peaceful hormones <laughs> or the stressful hormones. You're the one thinking the thoughts you're thinking that produce those hormones. So you're doing all the work, okay? There's no way we can blame other people for our own peace of mind. It is impossible. They cannot inject us with peace hormones or inject us with serotonins. We are the ones that are producing all of those things, whether to get happy or to get upset. We are in charge of that. However, we could use them as the excuse or make up some silly rules or uh, we're going to talk about those rules or myths that we create to keep us from getting that closure that we want to get so bad. Okay, so first is that we have to identify happiness is within us. And when you know that, then the rest of the myths that I'm going to talk about right now are going to make sense to you. You'll be able to apply them right away. You'll know. You'll know. And the purpose of these myths is to break them down for you in a way where they cannot hide from you at all. And so if you're doing something or thinking something or making up a rule about your own closure, you know that you're lying to yourself. You'll be able to identify that, hey, I'm lying to myself to keep this thing going further. I'm not ready for closure yet, I guess. At least I have some kind of emotional fulfillment for thinking about this person or lying to myself about this relationship. I'd rather live that lie than deal with an actual emotional closure. But you and I, my friends, are going to do that today. It is a hard pill to swallow, but I think we can do it together. Emotional closure can help us upgrade to a better place and can help us identify in life what we really want. That's what closure can can really help us with because it is identifying what we don't want in a relationship that helps us identify clearly what we do want. That's a great thing. It's probably the best gift closure gives us. It gives us the ability to learn from older lessons. And I don't want us to miss that part. I want us to get right in even though it might hurt. But breaking down these myths and catching them, catching myself in those little lies I tell myself about closure will help me move past it, will help me ride that this emotion as uncomfortable as it is. I'm going to ride this discomfort out until I get my healing because I'm facing it. And friends, there's nothing wrong with emotions. There's nothing wrong with disappointment or feeling pain or feeling hurt. Just don't freaking stay there. (laughs) That's all I'm asking. Just don't stay there and make that your identity. And I'm so sad. I'm depressed. And this is my depression. And let's not do all that. The truth is you're allowed to feel hurt. If your heart has been broken or for whatever reason you need closure within a relationship, you need to allow yourself the time to heal. So give yourself that time. Okay. And be patient with yourself and be loving and kind to you as you are going through this discomfort and this disappointment or heartbreak in some cases. I'm here with you. We're going to do this together. I hope you're ready. (laughs) All right. So the myths about closure that we want to kind of illuminate to ourselves, 
is number one, we have a, a myth that is constantly being referred to as a form of closure, and that is to actually have closure with the actual person that we want closure with. That somehow this person owes us this closure, that I can only get this closure if this person somehow is able to meet with me and we are able to uh, get this closure together. Okay. So the actual proximity, <laughs> the spatial proximity I'm, is what I'm talking about here is that person actually being in front of you for me to get that closure, for me to get that peace of mind is f- an idea that is flawed. It is false. It is not real. Uh, because it is an emotional closure. You're not concerned with them handing you something for you to be like, yes, now I have your permission to get closure. We don't need their permission. Closure happens within. Remember, you are the one producing all the hormones, all the thoughts, all the healing that you need to do that you are experiencing anyways. They just happen to take the credit for it. So please do not hand the key to someone else for your emotional peace and well-being and even sense of closure. Okay. The person does not have to be actually there for you to get closure. All right. Myth number two, there's a common expectation that closure is going to be immediate, that it's going to be like an aha moment and it's going to click for me and I'm going to finally get it and it's going to be closed. Like it, it, it's, it's an immediate, very profound moment for us to get closure. And it is not true. Most closures. And I tell you this from working with people and listening to their stories, that closure doesn't come immediately most of the time. It is very gradual. It is the processing and the continuation of processing and understanding the past, understanding my role in it, and accepting and understanding what happened. And And it requires me to understand that this person is no longer going to play this role in my life, whatever that role may have been. So it is a big task that we're being asked to do. We're not robots. We're human beings with a soul, spirit within, a mind that will attach emotionally to people. And so to detach is not an expectation that is easy to have. Detachment doesn't just happen right away. Like, yes, bang, we're done. You know, but I often hear many women, friends of mine, as well as patients, both men and women say, you know, I'm just going to leave them. I'm going to let them go. I'm going to just get my bags and leave. And that never happens. Or, you know, I'm never going to call them again. I'm never going to what have you. But that never happens. They actually do call back. They will text, oh, hey, how are you? Or whatever happens. Or vice versa. The other person will text because they, they haven't, I don't know, they have the same idea about closure too, or whatever the case is. But this continues on, right? So expecting closure as to be an immediate process is, is not useful for us and is a myth. It is very much a myth, so be patient with you. Don't get angry with you when it does not happen right away. Be very patient with you as you're going through very difficult emotional endings that would include disappointment, grief, uh, whatever stages of grief that you're going to go through, whether it's anger, depression, denial, bargaining, right? Hopefully to finally get to the point of acceptance. All right. I hope we got that one set out for you. So the next myth, myth number three, 
is expecting that the person has the proper communication. If they, in fact, do come near you uh, in this fantasy that we have, that they'll come near you and they will communicate the perfect closure, the perfect ending for you. First of all, you are really asking for a lot that this person that you were with, whoever you were with, whether it's a family member or uh, your ex, a friend, whatever, you're, you're really asking them to have skills that takes a long time to make, which is my ability to be a good listener, to listen to you, give your two cents about this relationship and me sit there with no judgment to listen to you. And I will properly communicate the, the beautiful lessons I've learned in this relationship and I will be able to give you the love that you deserve unconditionally, even if I'm letting you go. I mean, come on, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I'm not saying it's impossible, but I'm saying that if we have to get closure with someone, there may be trouble with the communication with that person to begin with. So believing that they have skills that they do not have, oh, friends, this will be very disappointing for you. Very disappointing. There'll be no aha moment or epiphanies for them to finally get the perfect skills to talk to you. <laughs> it just, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's just madness. And I don't want you to sit comfortably in that myth. I want you to start not waiting for anybody to have the proper skills or fantasize about that or romance it to no end. None of that needs to happen, friends. We can confront it. And we can confront it with honesty, even if it hurts. Again, our confronting is not going to be stuff that's not going to hurt. That's why we tell these little lies is to keep us from actually feeling the, the pain and discomfort and the disappointment that comes with closure, that comes with endings. But this is part of life. We want to ride it out. I don't want to drink it. I don't want to go and take depression medication so I can just numb it. I don't want to go and watch TV all day and binge watch and but eat a bucket of ice cream. I don't I don't want us to to cope this way. I want us to ride the pain out. You're allowed to feel those things. You're allowed to feel them. Don't get angry at yourself for feeling them. But most certainly do not try to patch up with little band-aids that are going to eventually fall off by saying that oh one day this guy or this girl is going to really have the perfect communication skills to come and give me the closure I need. Oh no. No, 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 we're not going to wait, are we? No, no, no. All right. Myth number four. Oh, goodness. Yeah. We have this fantasy, this myth within us that relationships must end neatly. They're very neat. They have a beginning, a middle, and an end. And it's going to be, we need this great ending. Like we can always remember the first time we met, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know how the relationship went. We can tell that story pretty good. But the ending is, it seems like where we really start <laughs> getting blurry with, with a plan for ourselves. Okay. And I want us to make sure that we have this expectation that things are not going to end neatly. They do not need to end neatly. If people ask about how this relationship ended, you answer giving the most respectful answer that honors your emotions in this relationship and honor, honors also your time in this relationship. So it can be something so simple as, you know, we decided that this relationship needs to end. I mean, there's nothing else, nothing else to say. And, and I certainly don't owe anybody an explanation on this. So 
honor your relationship, honor your, honor your time in it. Don't degrade it and don't, uh, don't make up an ending for it that isn't true just because it's neater. If somebody disappointed you, that's okay to feel the disappointment. I don't have to say the whole story about this person and like, this is how this person done me wrong. I mean, it's, it's not needed. It's not needed. That's not how I want to remember this ending. The, the, the actual truth would be, Hey, this relationship no longer served the needs of the people that were in it. It's as simple as that. So even if somebody actually had left us and that we are required to get this closure, somebody cheated on us, you know, we were married to them and they just took off with their mistress to Puerto Rico and they just left us all by ourselves (laughs) and we get there and sit with closure. Many people would say, Tala, what do I say then? The same thing, the same thing. Honor your relationship. I don't want to present myself as a victim. I chose this person. They obviously made a decision about their own life and it allowed me to make a decision about mine now which is wonderful I like when things are revealed to me and they might cause drastic changes and they might be unexpected or even unwanted but it is a closure that I gotta face today I don't joke around about it you just I just face that closure even if it hurts I gotta look at it and call it what it is and telling a story to fit neatly and to sound whatever, you know, self-victimizing or sound like it's a movie, like Mr. Big and Carrie Bradshaw got together. They finally got married and had a baby. And oh my God, I mean, we don't need, we don't need this. We, we don't need this. Reality is much better. It is life for us to experience loss. It is life for us to experience disappointment. There's nothing wrong with it. We don't need antidepressive medications. We don't need Xanax. We don't need any of those things. All we need is to ride it out, my friends. That's it. Ride it out. That's, this is what we call feelings. That's okay. Don't be afraid of them. Step forward. Touch them. Feel them. Ride them out. <laughs> That's what we need to do with feelings, friends. That's what we're doing today. So we can outgrow those feelings and we can move past them, but we need to feel them to heal them. That's the rule. All right, so things don't need to end up neatly like they're in the movies. That's okay. Again, it's a process of closure. So it doesn't look like a neatly pressed, hemmed up, trimmed up skirt. It could have scraggly things coming out of it, threads coming out of it, things that are not hemmed up properly. That's cool. With time, I can hem it up. With time, I can seek to understand it. All right? It doesn't have to be neatly told or placed quickly in some kind of category. I hope that makes sense. Number five myth. Oh, this is a good one too. Is the what really happened in this relationship myth. You know, believing that more needs to be revealed to you. That if I think about it enough and obsess about it enough, that more will be revealed. And we can sit in this obsession over and over, replaying every conversation, every text, looking at every picture, trying to understand and complicate the hell out of this information we're looking at when it's just as simple. There's an old saying that says, when you hear hoofbeats, think of horses, not zebras. And I like this one. I really do. Because oftentimes, our human self will complicate the shit out of something so simple. It's not a zebra. It is simply horses that I'm hearing, okay? So don't complicate it. 
When I think of what really happened, everything that I need was revealed to me. This is what I need you to really understand. There is nothing extra you need to know than what was revealed to you. It is exactly what you need to see. If the person left and you don't understand why, listen, I don't need you to understand why this person left. The thing is, they left. I don't need you to know why they cheated. The thing is, they cheated. Okay? I don't need you to know um, that this person uh, at work gossiped. All I need you to know is that they did gossip. So whatever decision you decide to make after that is whether they are not to be trusted or uh, other outcomes that come from knowing this information. That's all you need. That's your responsibility. You don't need to know any more, investigator. You just already know what you need to know. You just sit with it. And you eat the humble pie and you swallow this disappointment that this person did this. And this requires closure. This requires me ending this time in my life and understanding that I have to heal it. That's what closure means. It's a healing process. So you know exactly what happened. Don't complicate it. Everything that you need to know was revealed to you. Don't sit too long in that nonsense, okay? It's unkind to you. It's uncompassionate to you. Because it keeps you going around in circles, complicating something that isn't complicated. You have everything you need in front of you. The evidence is right in front of you. With whatever this person did, you're good with it. Now, just don't resist seeing it, and we'll be good, okay? We'll be real good if you don't resist. And we'll grow into something better. And we'll upgrade. I promise. All right. Myth number six is, uh, oh yeah, <laughs> one of my favorites I often hear, is that we somehow need to maintain communication with our past, whether it's our ex or whatever, because we need to heal together to get closure. Oh goodness, no, 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 no. This is just a, an excuse that we all tell ourselves, again, so we can keep ourselves from experiencing the full disappointment of whatever closure that has to happen, okay? You're just basically mucking with your own brain. Not needed. It's a little lie we tell ourselves. Check your motive, why you continue to speak to this person. If it is something of, of, of serious business, then only talk about this business. Do not add any extra information that is not needed. Check your motives. Now, if you have nothing that connects you with this person and you can let them go, please feel free to do that. Do not hold on. At this point, it's actually, it needs to be very clear cut for you to let them go. I don't share a dog with them. I don't share children with them. I don't share money with them. None of this. None of this. So there's no reason why I need to communicate and heal together with them. A lot of the times, this relationship and its communication may be the problem to begin with. So how do you think you're going to heal it by staying in it? Uh, in this case, right? When it's clearly repelling each other. We need to look at this relationship is repelling itself. Does that make sense? I don't know, but I think you get me. So we don't need to continue talking to this person or continuing to talk about things with this person that are not relevant. Make sure that the business, whenever you're talking to your past, to get the proper closure is to talk about things that will not hurt you. Don't ask questions that really just 
patch up the pain. In reality, if you ask that question about why they did whatever they did or why this thing happened, if you ask them that question, they're going to give you whatever you want to hear. I, I didn't say it might be the truth, but I'll, I'm pretty sure they'll give you what you want to hear. And sometimes it may not be what, what you want to hear, but it's still going to be useless. All of it is useless because it continues to add another ingredient to confuse you from the actual task of closure. You can bake that pie alone. I promise you. You are the only one in charge of that closure. The other people just give you the information that you need, whether this person was to be trusted, whatever actions they did, whatever actions they didn't do. It tells you where the closure needs to happen. All right? So it is a hard pill to swallow, my friends. But when it comes to closure, we want to thank the people that help us Oh goodness, get to a point where we need to close out something in our lives. And you're like, why would I thank them? And I'll tell you why. They will be the reason why you decide and learn that maybe one day I want more than what I had. Or maybe that person so compassionately showed you that you are worthy of more because of the way they've treated you. Either way, this is the closure that is possible for us today. And that really is for long-term and for healing purposes. Yeah, we want to, to honor our relationships. We want to honor them as we went in them. And we're going to honor them on our way out of them. That's what we're going to do. All right. And we'll feel good about it. I promise. And it is the gift that keeps on giving. We will be upgraded into better relationships from the understanding we had about previous ones. Double whammy. Winner, winner. Chicken dinner. Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight. I'm sending you love, light, and the ability to turn zebras into horses. This has been an episode of Drive Through.